Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Are you being emotionally manipulated? Are you walking on eggshells and managing the moods of others, always trying to keep the peace while not having any yourself? Then I'm going to encourage you to take a listen to this series of conversations that I am calling Buddhas and Bananas. My friends, we're not called to appease others and be under the control of other people. We're called to live under the compelling control of the love of God. And that love is going to mature you and educate you in such a way that you will not continue to live placing yourself under the control of other people. So here we go. I'm glad you're with me here on the podcast of Nancy McCready Ministries, Tent Talk. All right, here we are again. It is Buddhas and Bananas. And though the title may seem uh, comical and shallow, I assure you that in no way am I making light of this toxic, toxic, poisonous love that unfortunately uh, is on the rise, Uh, meaning that it is being shown Uh, for the cold craziness that it really is, because everything uh, of self and of the enemy looks okay uh, on the front side. But I assure you that God knows what he's talking about. And when we think we can instruct God, and when we think we can decide for ourselves what is love, And we will define that. Of course, we're proving that that's all from the knowledge of good and evil, where man decides. No longer do we refer to God. No, no, we will not refer to God, right? That's what self says. No, I am God. I will decide what love is. But we have to remember that even if that person is sincere and sincerely wrong, we must understand that it's tapping into a source that has its origins in hell. Its origins is not in God. And every single one of us that has been delivered, born again, we too (laughs) were such before. This cannot come from a place of superiority. This cannot come from a place of pride. This cannot come from a place of I would never find myself doing all of that. My friends, we must let the true gospel pierce us by the power of the cross so that we can understand that when when the word says that, you know, the love of the body waxes cold where there's sin and lawlessness, right? This love that waxes cold means it's a love that's born of the soul of man. It's out of the the opposite, the it's, it's like an understatement to say it's the opposite of God. It's of another kingdom. It's of another source. Now, I speak like this and talk like this because of what I've had to come to in my own life, you know, 27 years ago, when I had to see my own capacity, right, 
to sin against God, meaning to live independent from him, to take my needs to something else other than him. I had to see the capacity to go off the rails. We, we must understand that what God says is true. And when he judges the self, that that nature that we inherited from Adam, he knows what he's talking about. I mean, come on, Jesus became sin so that we could become his righteousness. Trust me, he knows it intimately. He's intimately acquainted with it. And when he tells us, do not touch these things, do not let these things, um, you know, dominate you. He knows what he's talking about. And so the enemy has things so at such a fever pitch that if you were to dare speak or to judge or say anything, then you're, you're called all kinds of names. But that's okay. We, we shall endure that to continue to truly um, love as we've been loved, where someone spoke truth to us that offended us initially, and then it set us free. So we we never want to come from a place of superiority. We are those who have needed the very same thing. So as we're continuing today in Buddhas and Bananas, right, I don't want that title or any part of this series of conversations uh, to seem as though this is something just comical. Um, that it is this deadly serious, deadly serious. And I think this is one of the reasons why he's led me into sharing this over these days, that uh, we need to come into deep agreement with what God says first in us, and then that we would be able to pass it on to others, uh, again, not in superiority, but passing it on in truth and in life. And don't put expectations on other people to have to be happy about, you know, the gospel, <laughs> right? That we put expectations on people that just somehow they should love God. And the only way a person can become a lover of God is if God himself intervenes and does it. And God rides in on the, the, re, the releasing of the gospel, his gospel, his message to the world, his message to each of us, not my message, not my version of that message, but the simple and powerful and bold message of the gospel, which there is only one, right? There's not a gospel for homosexuals, a gospel for uh, people in prison, and, and then a gospel for the, you know, the church folks. <laughs> there is one gospel because we all came in in the same condition, and this is what must be um, digested within us and that we must know him and then pass that on and, and bear whatever consequence that there may be, right? Because, my friends, people need to know him, right? They, they, need, to, they need to know him, love himself, so I do want to continue with this portion of the book, Toxic Love, this one small portion called Created to be Loved. And I want to say that, you know, years ago when I had to look at myself 
and I could only do that with Holy Spirit as he actually was showing me what was what. He had to divide, sift, separate using the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. I have never been dealt with and loved so powerfully in all of my life where the judgment was upon self and flesh. The love and protection was upon me, the new man, the person that has been born again by the Spirit of God. And when he had to reveal these things to me, and as I broke and and disintegrated, properly so, he was there. And one of the things he said to me was, Nancy, the lengths to which you've been willing to go to try to meet your own needs independent from me is a sign of the depth of how unmet those needs have gone. So the lengths, the things that we do, right, the the extremes that we will go to to try to get our needs met for approval and acceptance and love and prestige and success and this and that, whatever the need may be, the need for pity, because I am of the belief that pity is a true need, because the Word says he's had love, pity, and mercy upon me. I have a deep need for attention. Otherwise, why would God be thinking about me more times in one day than there are sands on the seashore? Right? Do you see where I'm headed? There are needs that were put within us. But what he began to say to me, because my the links that I had been willing to go to were bringing a, an acute humiliation to me. Hmm? You see, the Lord has given us needs that they may bring us to him. The enemy uses our needs to humiliate us, to dominate us, to shame us, to run us where we live closer to the animal kingdom than we do to the kingdom of God. So think about the links to which you've been willing to go to meet those needs, independent of him, is in direct correlation to the depth that those needs have been going unmet. Now, in life and in childhood, needs may have gone unmet, but my friends, we're adults now, And the issue now becomes, who will I take those needs to now? See, I have to address not the harm from other people now as an adult, but the independence in me that I I continue, which is why other adults harmed me when I was young, is because they refused to take their needs uh, to God Right? Therefore, they misused everybody around them. So if I continue now as an adult to continue to take my needs to people, I misuse people because I refuse to take my needs to God. Hmm? So here we go. This is the reading from Toxic Love. When God created man, he placed within him certain needs that he alone could fill. Knowing the Creator in a love union distinguishes the human from all other creatures. Here he finds the reason for his existence and his identity as a person. God's bestowed love is the fuel for every man. Severed from that love, he cannot function as the person God created him to be. The need for love could only be met by a relationship with the God who himself is love and the source of love in all his creation. 
Man's destiny in creation was and still is to live in union with love himself. Man's sense of significance and worth did not come from contemplating himself, but only as he looked to his origin and source, his creator. His self-worth was bestowed upon him in God's unconditional love for him, a state of being which he enjoyed, unearned and undeserved, simply because he was alive and breathing. The Lie Into the garden paradise the devil came and enticed man with the lie that was to shape the rest of human history. The lie, simply stated, said that to live in union with God, receiving and revealing His love in dependent faith and obedience, was not the only option open to mankind. Satan offered an alternative meaning to man's existence, one that promised to shatter the myth that he was a mere dependent creature and bring him to his fullest potential of being a God, independent of his Creator. To enter this life of total fulfillment demanded that he declare himself independent of the Creator, at which point he would discover vast resources of wisdom, power, and ability to live his life. Man believed the lie, and in declaring his independence, severed himself from God. No longer in vital union with him, but alongside of him, he acknowledged that God existed, but remained quite independent of him. In this condition, man lost his consciousness of being loved and therefore the source of his significance and value within the creation. Since the fall in the Garden of Eden, man has believed the lie, which is that in and of himself he can be perfect, self-contained, self-sufficient, and totally in control of his destiny. He has reached for the goal of being Superman, with a life that has meaning, joy, peace, and power, all independent of God. He tenaciously believes that one day he will achieve it all, and God will even let him into his heaven, saying, You did a good job without me. But man soon comes to the sickening realization that however stubbornly he believes the lie, he is unable to make it work in his life. He does not have a life with meaning, joy, peace, and power. Instead, he suffers from the real guilt of sin and the lost consciousness of love and self-worth. Finally, there is shame brought about by the knowledge that he cannot be the independent superman the devil promised he could be. Where does he now turn for love and the sense of self-worth he knows he was made for? Well, he turns to his fellow human beings. He looks to other creatures to give him the assurance that he is lovable, significant, important, and valuable. Understand the path he has chosen. It is doomed to failure from the start. If love originates in God alone, another creature cannot give man what his heart is craving. But worse, in choosing this path, man has placed a creature in the place reserved for God. He is an idolater with idols made of flesh, vainly believing that the idols will bring the answer to the emptiness within. Paul spoke of this in Romans one twenty-five when he described the downward spiral of the human race. 
for they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator. My friends, as I close out today's episode, my heart is grieved and is heavy. Not because I'm without hope, because Christ in us is the only hope of glory. But because I know what must be seen and revealed and exposed of what is not of God, so that we can really see what is going on. And in our world today, there is going to be a greater and greater exposure of what man really comes to when all moorings and all restraints are thrown off. And when man is running things. So that doesn't give me pleasure, right, to to say we, we need to get ready because um, the condition of man is going to be seen. And when every confusion and every empty, void, restless, right, person begins to try to meet those needs in ways further and further outside of the will of God, it's going to get intense. So we don't need to point fingers. What we need to do is say, wait just a minute. Let me let, me let God deal with me so that I might then be able to pass on the bold, powerful truth of the gospel and do it in the power of the cross. Because, my friends, no matter how many creatures, no matter how many Buddhas we try to find, no matter how many other gods we try to serve, we try to get our needs met through people, if I could just find someone to love me, I don't care what sex they are, I don't care what gender they are, I don't care. At this point, the desperation, right, is trying to be... Um, uh, written uh, just as some new form, right, of love. But we need to understand it's the continued revealing of the desperation and of the emptiness within. And we must be those who uh, have let him love us so that we can love others as he has loved us out of the source of God himself. And nothing else will be able to fill the void and fill the emptiness that is becoming so gnawingly uh, apparent. And this is why, um, you know, I wrote my book, From Trauma to Trust. This is why um, the exposure of flesh has to continue this is why then, because it leads us to the only solution, God himself, who he is in the power of the cross and that which returns us to him. You see, the core trauma of our life, my friends, is not what has happened to us. It is the fact that we are born separated from love himself. And then we remain on a hunt for love. So think about these things. Let us pray 
and let us prepare that we might be ready truly as his people, his sons, those who are the message that we bring, that we ourselves first needed. And we pass it on in boldness, unashamed, that we want others to know him. Now is the time, my friends. So I pray that you'll think about these things and I look forward to our next episode together. Love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.